stand by while NCLA cuts through the noise to signal abuse of administrative power. This is Administrative Static with Mark Chenoweth and John Vecchione. Welcome to Administrative Static. Mark Chenoweth and John Vecchioni here with you, and we are joined for this segment by our colleague at NCLA Senior Litigation Counsel, Andrew Morris. Andy, welcome back to Administrative Static. Thank you. Good morning. Uh, so Andy's uh, Andy's back with us because uh, he is working on the uh, the Newman v. Moore uh, matter, and this is the case that we've talked about several times on the program before, where the Federal Circuit uh, has managed to keep Judge Pauline Newman, who is a full-fledged active judge on the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Federal Circuit. They have kept her from hearing any cases now for eight, nine months, something like that. We're getting, we're getting up on, right. that, on that number. Right. And the, the most recent uh, sort of machinations in this case, and, and Andy, I'll ask you to, to, to you know, explain this in, in greater detail, but as I understand it, uh, Chief Judge Moore and, and her colleagues at the Federal Circuit uh, have uh, have lifted the order that they imposed back in June uh, that that had a, you know was one of their earlier orders sort of suspending Judge Newman and they said well now Judge Newman's lawsuit is moot because that they've lifted that order and the only thing that's in effect is the the the, the later one from the full Federal Circuit uh, that that's suspending her and and that that one's not part of the lawsuit and therefore the whole thing's moot. Do, do I have That's it? Right. Do I have it? Right? You, you sure do. And okay. It is, and why is that wrong? Although you were you're very kind in your in your summary. Uh, <laughs> well, feel free but, to to, 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 to de-kind it. <laughs> what had happened here is to, to reset a little from what's going on is Judge Newman has been um, uh, investigated and pursued by this administrative body that's sort of the internal uh, federal circuit, you know, doing housekeeping, administering its own scheduling and so forth. And we challenged that. And then... And, and acting and, as a judge in its own case. Right. And judge, judge and witness case, saying, and prosecutor is, and everything else. This is our internal business. We're just... This is how we schedule. We deal with little minor misconduct complaints and so forth. And then we unhappy with that because uh, Judge Newman was being mistreated in a number of ways and they were breaking their own rules. We filed a, well, and, and, a case in federal court to challenge what they were doing in their internal court. And most recently, just just so people have a flavor of what's going on at the Federal Circuit, the most recent thing, Chief Judge Moore just fired Judge Newman's longtime secretary, and and has said that she's got right. two what, days two, notice. Two days right. notice. She, she was there on, on on this kind of basis where she had to be extended repeatedly. Right, because she was already retirement age, right. I think, and she came out to know, help. Came back to help. But this is the person who Judge Newman trusts, who has been her longtime secretary, who was functioning. Very capably in the role from Judge Newman's perspective, Judge Newman did not want her to be fired, right. but Chief Judge Moore came come came in and used her administrative authority. I'll say abused her administrative authority to fire Judge Newman's secretary. That's the sort of level of petty absurdity that this case has has reached. And that, uh, to, to, while you're on that point, in fact, Judge Moore gave just a, a few days' notice. Um, but that is a little bit of the context where I get back to to the district court lawsuit, which is. Uh, the, the, the argument here by the federal circuit is that we're just we're just doing housekeeping and judge judge Newman's behind on our cases and so forth and so leave us alone because it's an internal housekeeping matter and so the chief judge can t- 
take away secretaries. She can uh, take away office space. She can, you know, t- just take somebody off the schedule uh, just and saying, I'm just doing internal housekeeping. And that's been one of the big fights here. That's one of the reasons we went and filed this district court case. So we went uh, not quite across the street down the other side of town here with this circuit and uh, filed in a, in a regular real Article Three federal court to get them to uh, put Judge Newman back on the bench. And there, the, the main argument that the federal circuit internal people have made is that this is an internal court matter. You can't go to a real court and challenge us. because inter- So the real court doesn't have jurisdiction. It's a jurisdictional kind of argument. And we pointed out a couple bases of jurisdiction. And one of them was this order you referred to, the June order that basically said Judge Newman is behind and, and we don't like the, how fast she's deciding cases. And the government came in and, uh, well, the Federal Circuit came in and they moved to dismiss to get rid of the lawsuit. Yeah, we pointed out so why, why no that order was wrong, uh, among other things. We, we thought orders were wrong, but it also was a basis under the law for the district court to have jurisdiction. We said, no, we're in the right court because there's this kind of order and it's clear and and that is the basis for jurisdiction. So they're trying to strip jurisdiction by right. by lifting and, the order. And uh, the, the, the Federal Circuit tried to get rid of it. They filed a paper, a motion to dismiss, dismiss the case. We filed a response that said, hey, there's clear jurisdiction because of this order you issued. And then days after we pointed that out, the, the uh, federal Circuit Judicial Council just came back and said, hey, here's a new order. You know, we are vacating that old order. They, they rescinded their work um, to eliminate jurisdiction at the, I'd say the 11th hour, I guess the 13th hour. Yeah. They came back afterwards. <laughs> well, it seems strategic. Said, it seems oh, like a strategic move. It, not only is it strategic, it's, it, 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 it's a re- in response to our pointing out that it was a basis for jurisdiction. It's okay, we'll change the facts now. We'll just, we'll just take back that order. Now, why isn't that a classic uh, example of, of conduct that that isn't moot because it's capable of repetition and evading review. It seems like that's exactly what they did was try to strip jurisdiction to evade review. (laughs) We we think you're right. And we filed uh, uh, yet another paper in this case where we said, wait a minute, we filed, we pointed out this was basis jurisdiction. They come back and they just take back what they did months ago. And as you, as you point out, Mark, there's a long established principle that, that, that you referred to, which is somebody who's being challenged. You can't, engage in misconduct. And then when somebody sues, you say, okay, we'll stop. And then when the lawsuit's dismissed, start up again. And so the courts look at that and, and say, it's, it's likely to, to, to repeat. And so that, that cessation of the conduct doesn't eliminate jurisdiction in the court. And so we're pointing out, look, they'll just issue another order, right? right? This was out there. They could have issued this order at any time to retract it. They didn't do that until we pointed out it was a basis of our lawsuit. And so that's the, that's the most recent paper we filed. And two, if I can, if I can, I can add an, another you know, more color to this, the 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 order taking back the old order, the vacating order. Not only could they have done this for months, and they didn't do it. Um, on, on its face, if you can pull it up online, on its face, it you know manipulates is the is the polite word we use in the courtroom. Um, the rules that it cites to say, oh. Gosh, you know, slap the forehead. As of November 9th, we, we see that Judge Newman has cleared all our cases, so we're going to cite, we're going to withdraw our old order. Uh, but that is a, a pretty, in our view, a pretty flat misreading of, the, of just the uh, scheduling matters they cite. And they could have issued it months before. Well, because she wasn't behind for all those months when they didn't issue it. Correct. It, it, November was when she had no cases she left. She has nothing to do. Right, so, got you know, that's, 
the, the, the rule isn't you don't get any new cases until all of your old cases have, you know, have, have been decided, then no judge would ever get anything assigned to them. <laughs> and, and, and that takes us back, Mark, to, to your point about, for example, the chief judge and the secretary, is that the, this internal process that, that is being used against Judge Newman feels so free from anybody looking over their shoulder that they can issue an order like this. That in a real court we we submit, and I having having read a lot of legal language over the years, you know, you wouldn't dare to put in front of a judge in a real court because it it, it clearly misuses the 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 law. That, I'm sorry, the rule that it cites as the basis for the order. And and what it reminds me of, Judge Moore doing this. Oh, here's my administrative hat. Oh, now here's my right. uh, my judge hat to do whatever she can do to hurt Judge Newman. It's never, she never uses her discretion in a way that's beneficial, right? And then when you point out that she got the law wrong, she goes, well, we'll do this and we'll do that. It reminds me of one of these uh, movies like Boss Hogg or someone in these small towns. Yes, I'm the sheriff. And yes, I'm also the justice of the peace. And yes, I'm, I mean, that's, that's right. what it keeps and reminding me of. And I have the keys of. to the jailhouse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then, oh, you want a license? I have, I'm also uh, the license. I'm the mayor. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good that's a great comparison. And then I'm not sure how it plays out in that movie. But <laughs> Boss Hogg also, then when someone comes and looks over his shoulder and says, we're allowed to check on you and see if you did all these things right, says, no, I'm, I'm in charge of all these things. Yeah. It's all in my discretion. Right. And so you can't this take- This is my jurisdiction. <laughs> yes. You can't take me to a regular court and look over my shoulder. You, you can't review me. Right. Um, and, and, and so that's, to, to kind of summarize, that's one reason we, we are contending, I think correctly, this whole thing is kind of an abuse an administrative abuse because the federal circuit is saying we're just this is just administration a, a word we love around here it's just a matter of administration it's like scheduling minor misconduct and for that reason we have free reign to do all these things and you can't look over our shoulder well it's the abuse of administrative power within an article three court which is something yeah, that we hadn't yeah. really seen before until this case came along but boy is it just uh, grotesque in this instance. And so now is everything fully briefed in front of the, the D.C. District Court? So, uh, now, uh, well, the the, the uh, defendants, the uh, federal circuit, who interestingly are represented by the Department of Justice, uh, is now going to file what is called a sir, sir reply, something I have not seen very often in my decades of practice. <laughs> so they're going to have some response to what we said, and then it'll be fully briefed and, and we will see. Right. Assuming that they don't Concoct something new in the sir, sir reply. Hope, <laughs> hope, hope no other facts change. <laughs> right, exactly. In the meantime. Uh, and so how do you see this playing out, uh, Andy? What's, what's, what are the, at least what are the possible results here that the district court, you know, once it's fully briefed, what could the district court say? Well, the, the, the district court either grants, it, it either grants the it, federal circuit's motion to dismiss or it doesn't. Okay. Um, we think it should not grant it because it has bases for jurisdiction and should look and see because. And then it uh, could reach the merits if it doesn't. It could reach the merits. And the merits are, as you indicated, this administrative body under the guise of having administrative discretion is violating constitutional uh, rules in a number of different ways. And then we'd move forward with with making those arguments in, in the uh, in the federal district court. And the hope would be eventually that the district court would order Maybe Judge Newman's immediate restoration to the bench That's pending like, the, yes. pending the resolution of the case, but but at, at the very least, at the end of the case, could could be restored to the bench. Right, and I and I I, I don't think it's a rocket science. I think we would go back and, and ask the court to order her to be back on the bench while it works this out sooner rather than later. She's she's not had any new cases since the spring, yeah, and so it's 
you know, it's going for a long time. Well, thank you, Andy, for keeping us up to speed on this. Again, it's Newman v. Moore in the, in the U.S. District Court for the District of Columbia. 